Welcome back to The Rulebook. I'm your host, Alex Palmer, and I'm the queen of learning things the hard way so you don't have to. On this podcast, we're talking about the mistakes I made and the lessons I learned along the way to create the rules I now live by. On each episode, we're talking about a new rule, why I created it, how it came about, and how you can apply it in your own life. So let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Rulebook, episode number 23 I had to go and check what episode this was because I almost said that it was episode 22. April has been a difficult month for me. I have been very, very sick. I have not been able to shake this cough. For God's sake, I don't know what it is. I've been to urgent care like three times, but just to spare you all the details, I can't sleep at night because I can't stop coughing and choking. So yes, you're going to have to deal with my voice being like this, but hopefully for not that much longer for either of our sakes, but we shall see. So this episode is going to be a little bit different because I just did not feel like scripting it. I kind of just wanted to come on here and share my thoughts. And the topic that I've chosen to talk about is one that occurred last week on Monday. Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon were both let go from their respective networks on the same day, almost around the same time as when their shows air. So it was quite the coinky dink. And despite their politics being on opposite ends of the spectrum, this massive life event is something that has weirdly brought them together in our eyes as much as in their own. So rule number 23, whatever your politics you still got to watch your mouth. There's no immunity for putting your foot in your mouth or behaving badly behind the scenes or on air for that matter. And I think that in the case of these two anchors, Tucker, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon, we see that very clearly. In Tucker Carlson's perspective, We know that Fox is obviously going to be a lot more lenient than a network like CNN. But these two men seem to have been fired for oddly similar things. That being misogyny, toxic work environments, saying things that you can just no longer say, especially in a a post-Me Too world. And I think, I mean, we always hear it all over social media, right? Men complaining, "Oh, oh God, I don't know what I'm... Um, allowed to say these days in the office and I feel like I have to filter myself yet these two got on the air and didn't care at all to filter themselves or they felt like what they were saying it was totally casual totally cool and I think that's what's so bizarre and odd and funny not not funny haha funny weird in another strange turn of events Both of them have turned around and hired the exact same lawyer, Brian Friedman. I think that's his name. Let me just, yeah, Brian Friedman, who's apparently some pit bull because they obviously want to get their payout. Don Lemon's contract was not supposed to be up until 2026. I was crunching the numbers. He makes around $7 million a year. And Tucker Carlson was making breaking in $20 million a year. And both of them are going to get a payday of about 20 million, Tucker, not Tucker, Don, Jesus, Don Lemon is going to be on salary or receive this payout until his contract is up in 2026. So yes, I'm happy that, you know, justice is being served, but man, they're getting quite the payday. And I highly doubt that half of us normal folks 
who would mess up at work would be paid $20 million to walk away silently. Over the weekend, both former news anchors were attending a time, what's it called? The Time One, a red carpet for Time 100. And when a reporter asked Tucker Carlson what he thought about Don Lemon being fired on the same day as him, he said, well, what was his crime exactly? Which I think is super rich because obviously, I mean, you want to compare the two, what the two men did. Tucker Carlson seems like the bigger villain, but just the fact that he doesn't understand what Don Lemon did, it has to make you chuckle because it's despite his firing, despite seeing, you know, a peer, I guess he's his peer, even though he's a Democrat being fired for what he said on air about women, he still doesn't get it. And that's got to make you laugh because Tucker Carlson is someone who's making millions and millions of dollars. And I don't know if you're like me, you think to yourself, my God, am I just too smart? (laughs) Not to like pat myself on the back, but it seems like the silliest, most unaware people make the biggest bucks until they eventually ruin it. So I don't know. I'm going to leave you with that one on your own. Okay, so... Tucker Carlson doesn't know what Don Lemon did, but I think the rest of us know what Don Lemon did, or I hope we do. And if you don't, I will share and enlighten you right now. Around February 16th, Don Lemon was talking about Nikki Haley um, potentially running as a Republican candidate for president in 2024. And Nikki Haley, who is, I believe, 51, he said, well, she's past her, her prime. Women are in their prime in their 20s, 30s, and maybe their 40s. And when his two female co-hosts pushed back on that idea, he said, he told them to Google it. He was like, this is not my opinion. Or he said something along the lines of that. But you, you Google it because it's facts, basically. Well, if you're like me or other women, you didn't see that ending well for him. But Don moved on. I guess he didn't think it was a big deal. And previously, I believe last December, he had gotten into a little spat with his co-anchors over the fact that he thinks male soccer players should be compensated more than female soccer players because people don't care about women's sports. He said something along those lines. If I find the direct quote, I will put it on the screen. So you can't accuse me of making shit up. But yeah, he he seems to have quite the pattern of not only interrupting his female co-hosts, but pushing this sort of misogynistic, sexist agenda on air, no less. I mean, yeah, it's one thing that Tucker Carlson, uh, to be honest, I've not watched his show. I'm pretty sure he said misogynistic things on air too, but he was mostly creating his misogynistic I think, environment behind the scenes, you know, calling his producer a CNX Tuesday and actually wanting those texts to come out in the Dominion trial. It's a whole hot dookie mess is what I'm saying. But both of them, it really does come down to sexism and misogyny. And yes, Don Lemon is um, an openly gay black anchor. So you would think, I don't know what you would think. I guess you might think he would be more sympathetic to the plight of his female co-hosts or to women everywhere or, you know, obviously to 
the injustices that women face, but apparently not. And it is off-putting. I'm like, as a female viewer, it's very off-putting for CNN to spoon-feed us someone whose opinions are sexist and negative about women. I'm sorry. So, yes, I think if you watch Fox News, you know what you're getting. I mean, look, I don't know, because I'm not trying to blame the victim. But, yeah, I think it's crazy that both these men fired on the same day. What is their crime exactly? Ooh, it's kind of like looking in the mirror, isn't it? Tucker Carlson is a lot more bombastic. Everything that's gone on at Fox is a lot more nutso than what has clearly happened at CNN. But I've worked in broadcast journalism. That's what my background is in. And although I've only worked very briefly in these newsrooms, I can tell you the personalities there are often difficult. And as I was doing my research for this episode, that they do tend to to pick anchors with that, I don't want to call it star quality, but it's like big egos, big personalities, people who are going to be aggressive on TV. So you kind of have to expect that going in. And I've only really interned at big news organizations. And even as an intern, I, it was not a pleasant experience to say the least. And it's funny because as I was looking up what else did Don Lemon do? Because there have been so many people, pro- not protesting, but but they've been curious as to why he's being fired or targeted. And they're forgetting this these super recent examples of his bad behavior. And bad behavior is rampant in newsrooms. I mean, look at Matt Lauer. Like, look at Matt Lauer. Look at, look at Murdoch. Look at that, uh, that movie... What was it? Bombshell? Again, I didn't watch it, but I know what it's about. It's about sexual assault in the workplace, especially in journalism. And if you read any of what Matt Lauer did to one of those producers, your stomach will churn. It's it's absolutely disgusting. And when I was thinking about this episode, I was like, well, fuck, what is this telling me? I just feel like it's the men menning. Whether you're gay or straight, you're still, both of these anchors are in their 50s and 60s. So they're from, I hate this excuse of I'm from a different time, but clearly they're still living in this time where you can get away with saying these offensive, insulting things about women, but not anymore. When I was interning, I was going to mention, I was interning for someone who had a big name, whatever, whatever. And on the second day, Unfortunately, he decided he didn't like me. And that was very clear to all of the producers there and to me. The reason was he went down to get a coffee and one of the other producers was like, oh, where, where is he? And I was like, oh, he's getting a coffee in the lobby. And she was like, you better run down there because he's got a guest. Some famous person was visiting him. So they were urgently pushing me to go grab him and bring him back to his office to entertain his guest. So... It was my second day there. I run downstairs to the lobby. I see him chatting up someone. I tap him on the shoulder. I'm like, hi, they need you in the office. So-and-so is waiting for you. I get like this death glare. 
uh, it was so weird because obviously I haven't had a lot of interaction with this person who's my boss, but like, I'm an intern, you know, like, I feel like, <sighs> so anyway, he turns back around to continue his conversation. Doesn't really acknowledge my presence. It's like, okay, this is weird. So what do I do? So I stood there. I waited for him to wrap it up. I think he may have introduced me. I don't remember because it was so, so long ago. But anyway, when we had to ride the escalator back up to the elevators to go back up to the office, I was promptly told, don't you ever interrupt me when I'm speaking. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I did interrupt him when he was talking to someone very famous in the journalism world. There. I did not see that person. It did not register because I was obviously thinking about go get him. He needs to be in the office. So I was thinking about my other job. Well, my other command that I was given, right? And it was my second day. And you know, when you're, it's your, your first week at a job and you're just, you're like not quite there. Like, I feel like you're not a hundred percent present on that first week because you're still like, you still have, you're getting your sea legs. You know what I mean? So it's bad. You're bound to have me. I know for me, I'm bound to have a few embarrassing things happen on that first week, but usually it can rebound from them. But there was no rebounding from this. He had made up his mind that I was not to be trusted, that I was an interrupter and that I was stupid, honestly. And for the rest of my time there, I really wasn't given any tasks. At the time I was getting my master's from NYU and they ended up hiring another intern who was still in undergrad who didn't have a journalism background. And he just started to use her more than me. And yeah, it was rough. And ultimately I ended up not working in television news one because I wasn't offered a job there. Um, and also I wanted to, I wanted to explore acting. I wanted to explore other things. So all of that just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I feel like I do get on this podcast and I talk about a lot of the more negative things that have happened to me, but it's always a learning experience. And that's why I created this podcast because I wanted to share the things that don't necessarily always go our way. And I'm sorry, but so often they just don't. Things do not work out the way that you think they're going to work out more times than not. And that's not to be negative or anything. That's just reality. And as long as you can find the meaning in them in some capacity, even if it is years later, then it was worth it. And also you only live once and you're going to fuck up and you might as well own your mistakes and laugh at them and find a little joy in them too. And that's what the rule book is about. But we don't always have to learn from our own mistakes when we can just look at what these celebrities or anchors or whoever is doing, because they're teaching us a lot if you really think about it. So guys, <laughs> The whole reason I brought up the interrupting thing was the reason that uh, apparently Don Lemon screamed at his co-host after they were off the air for interrupting him too much during the broadcast. Yeah. So, and, and I believe that it made her not want to work with him. And that's a co-host. That's someone who's on TV with you. That's someone who's making that money. That's someone who has the respect, who has the name. And he screamed at her for interrupting him. So that says a lot. Now imagine you're an intern. Now imagine you're a deer. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, looking back at that time, did it make me want to step away from news? Probably. I'm pretty sure it scared the shit out of me. But... 
yo, it is what it is. We know that they've hired the same lawyer and we know that they're like, you know, fielding questions about one another because of this weird coincidence that ultimately links them. What do you think their group chat is like? Do you think that they're texting each other? Well, well, Tucker Carlson probably is asking, so what the hell did you do, Don? And Don's probably like, well, I said women who are in their 50s aren't in their prime anymore. And he's probably like, oh, I called my... I called my producer a see you next Tuesday. Wow, CNN's got their panties in a bunch. I'm pretty sure the group text probably looks something like that. I don't really think either of them is going to learn their lesson when there's a $20 million payday at the end of the road. But I think the rest of us can learn something from this, which is be fucking careful what you say. Please maintain professionalism and do not behave badly. So guys, thank you very much for checking out episode number 23 of The Rule Book. You guys pray for me. I hope that I feel better soon. Thank you very much. Um, and come back next Monday for another episode. Subscribe to this podcast if you liked it and follow me everywhere at Serious Actress. Bye, guys.